Hello, everybody. Today is February 16th, 2019. Welcome once again to another episode of the New York Hockey Thaw of the Day podcast. Let's go. Sponsored by Bleeding Blue, our great friends. We have our co-host, Justin Pennick, who's actually here live right now, actually. Say hi, Justin. I, I am here. I know nothing about hockey, but I'm here. He is here. Uh, t- tell us a little more about Bleeding Blue. Yeah, Bleeding Blue, Giants-Yankees podcast. Uh, we have a Yankees episode released on Monday. We're going to actually be interviewing somebody from who's very prominent on Giants Twitter, who has a Giants podcast himself, and who may or may not actually work with Pro Football Focus. So stay tuned for that. We have plenty of uh, Bleeding Blue content coming out as well this week. But New York Hockey Thought of the Day podcast, we give you content every single night there is a hockey game. Yes, yes. So make sure you give him some some five star reviews on uh, iTunes, Android devices, you know all those good stuffs. Twitters, JPEX seventy four, bleeding double underscore blue, all that good. And stuff, also follow follow this podcast on Twitter. We're gonna start tweeting a little bit more from the um, Twitter for the New York Hockey Thought of the Day. So Renato, what's that Twitter? What's that Twitter handle? That is new NY Hockey Thought. NY Hockey Thought. So this podcast was made by yours truly to talk daily about New York sports to get insights on your favorite New York teams. Typically, these would be quick and short episodes recapping the night of New York hockey. Take it away, Brett. That's your New York hockey here. Today, we had two games to discuss, but we also have some interesting news about the potential playoff situation for the Islanders. Playoffs? Playoffs? So we'll talk more about that. Playoffs? Yes, yes. We're talking about the postseason, bro. Postseason. We're going to talk more about the Islanders situation there. We're going to talk about the Rangers heading out to Buffalo and the Devils heading out to Minnesota. And yes, we are actually talking about the Devils again. Yes. So as always, let's Get to it, everybody. So, we're going to go to the team that's more prominent right now, and that's going to be the New York Rangers. You know, these teams are both eh. I think Rangers have a better chance of maybe trying to get to the playoffs. Yeah. So, 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 Brett. What happened at the Key Bank Center last night? The New York Hockey Rangers. <laughs> nope, doesn't work. <laughs> oh, my God, had to do that. New York Rangers at the Buffalo Sabres in a matchup of two potential playoff teams. Sabres got off to a hot start this year. They're slipping of late. Rangers, cold start, as everyone expected. But they didn't just lay down. They've actually been playing better of late. So uh, Rangers certainly coming in with more momentum on their side. And that's how it would look early anyway. Uh, Boo Nieves. Boo. When they boo him, they mean it. So his third goal of the season, assisted by Smith, uh, four minutes in. And this was really sort of a grinded out kind of goal, you know, aided by some good bounces in the slot. The, the, the puck just kind of pinballed around, and it found him, and he 
he put it in nicely. So one nothing Rangers. And the good times would continue for the Rangers in the first period. Jesper Fast with his eighth. So some guys who don't score so often getting some goals in the first period. From Nemestikov, we'd hear more from him later. And D'Angelo. So it would be 2-0 after the first period. In the second, however, Buffalo at home fighting back. Jeff Skinner, less than a minute into the period. His 35th of the season, 35 goals. That's a lot of goals. It's a decent amount. Yeah, from Pominville. Now, this was a nice play, nice forechecking play behind the net by Pominville, getting the puck quickly and finding a wide-open Jeff Skinner in the slot. And tell you what, folks, 35 goal score, he ain't missing from there. I don't care who you have in net. Mm-mm. So that would make it 2-1. However, Jimmy VC had... Was not standing for that. A minute later, not even. His 13th, old Jimmy VC, all reliable, even though he's a pretty young player. 13th of the season from Bushnevich. We also hear from him later. And Hayes, three to one. Wait, 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 hold on. It's not Bushnevich. It's Booch. Yeah. What a what a great hockey name. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Indeed, indeed. But. The hot hand for the Sabres. The only hot hand. Jeff Skinner would respond much later on. On the power play late in the second period. Another prime scoring opportunity for him. Another one he is not going to miss. It was a turnover. And you can't do that with that man on the ice. So from from Reinhardt, his 37th assist. And Darlene, the young defenseman, his 26th assist. So a lot of really inspiring young talent for the Sabres there that's been playing pretty well overall. 3-2 only. Only 3-2, which is key to remember here. 3-2 Rangers after two periods. Now we get into the third. It's it's staying that way. We're 3-2. We're kind of moseying along until four minutes remaining in the game. And now hell breaks loose no no because i bet the under i bet the under this game under five and a half goals for both teams and you were looking good you were looking fine if everything had just kept you know if everything had just kind of gone along like it was with the flow low scoring game overall in the third period anyway but no no the sloppy play of the buffalo sabers would come back to bite you in the what? ass. Yes. <laughs> Pavel Bushnevich. Bush. His 11th of the season. And this came from a feed in which it was sort of a slap pass to the side of the net in which he was just unmarked. He just tapped it in. No biggie. A little just tap. tap. Just tap it in. Let's tap it in. Anyway, made it 4-2. That was from Hayes and Shattenkirk. That's a that's a really bad name. So here's where the fun started, though. If, if you thought we were having fun, you ain't seen nothing yet. Because somebody named Nemestikov. That name sounds very familiar to me, bro. Would come in and just put a bow on it for the Rangers. <laughs> this was a beauty. He had been on a scoring drought. He had not scored in a long time. 
And eight seconds, eight seconds after Boosh makes it 4-2, Olmark, the goalie for the, Oli the goalie, Oli the goalie for the Sabres, would turn it over. He just tried to puck handle and whoop! Out in front of that it goes. And it's a little tapping, more, more tapping for the Rangers to make it 5-2. So that was unassisted. And... I guess the Rangers felt, I'm sorry, the, the Sabres felt like they had a chance with an empty net, down three goals, free goal for Domestikov, another empty netter, technically. <laughs> Six two, right in the eye, right in the eye. That would be your final. Great win for the Rangers. They 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 pushed themselves back to above 500 with this win, 25, 24, and eight. They still remain nine points behind the playoffs. Playoffs? Nine? Nine. I thought they were closer. Yeah, no. but, you know, Pittsburgh kept winning, you know. No, they, it seems like they've been playing good hockey lately. They are, but Pittsburgh's also been playing good hockey, too. So <laughs> so how many how many teams are in front of them or, in, or between, like, them and Pittsburgh? Well, well, includes the Flyers. Brett's Flyers. Yeah. Includes the Sabres. Mm-hmm. Includes the Hurricanes and then Pittsburgh. All right, so tonight was a big win that they were able to get a win over somebody who has more points than them. But mm-hmm. the problem is, the thing is, they're not actually chasing Pittsburgh. Technically, in the standings, they are. Who they're really chasing are the Blue Jackets. Pe- yes. The Penguins are not giving up their spot. The Blue Jackets might. They might give up their spot. Not saying it's likely. Maybe. That's the spot everyone wants. That's the spot that... Obviously, the Sabres, Hurricanes, Flyers, Rangers, I guess. Flyers and Rangers are not getting it, but especially Hurricanes and Sabres. They're looking for that spot. So, guess who they play against next, ladies and gentlemen? Who are they playing? They got Sunday afternoon, NBC Game of the Week. At Pittsburgh. Okay, that's a big one. That's a, a huge game for That's me. That's a big one. And I don't know if you guys remember my poll that I posted a couple of days ago about who should be in goal. I think these last two games answer the question for you Rangers fans. I'm just saying. Yeah. Clearly. Clearly. Just, so is this Saturday? Is this Saturday a must win? If you want to talk about playoffs, to answer your question, yes, it is a must win. If you want to talk about playoffs of the Rangers, yes. Must win. All right, let's do it. So... Before we talk about the last game of the evening, Justin, there's some very important Islanders news that you, you mentioned to me earlier today. Yes, the Islanders are very close to my heart. I have a I have quite the attachment to uh to teams that like leave different areas and they go like elsewhere. Now, obviously, the Islanders are still in Long Island. They still play at the Nassau Coliseum, but they split between playing at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn and yada yada yada. We already know this, but it was just announced today that. If the Islanders do make the playoffs, and they're on path to do it as we speak, but if there is a playoff series, there will only be the first round will be played at the Nassau Coliseum. The rest of the rounds, if the Islanders do make it past the first round, will be played at the Barclays Center. And I just feel absolutely terrible for Islanders fans in Long Island because Brooklyn might as well just be in a different country, like from Long Island. That that is true. That is true. I I heard the reason behind this was because it's easier for like the media to get access to the press boxes, the camera work, all that good stuff. Who cares? 
who cares? It's about the fans who paid the money. And I get it. Like, if you can make more money by having it in Barclays, sure. But, I mean, because that's the ultimate goal. This is a business. But, I mean, especially, like, even though I feel like Islanders fans, like, are very, very invested, even though Brett thinks that they're mythical creatures and they don't actually exist. From Especially, like, from my kind of, like, We are a podcast of facts here, and that's one of them. That's one of them. So, especially with my time listening to the Michael K show and Don LaGreca, um, who is one of the hosts for Rangers hockey, play-by-play guys for the Rangers hockey, he talks a lot about the Islanders. And especially when I was listening to that show was when the Islanders were making like a move from like Long Island to Brooklyn, and a lot of fans were very. I, I, I like I like I, I was touched by their by their testaments of losing their team, but I'm glad that they're kind of back and but this kind of does suck, especially if the Islanders do make it past the first round that the that the fans of Long Island won't be able to see their team. Islanders yeah. making it past the first round. <laughs> Lol, another mythical phenomenon. Hey, l- listen, I, I Brett, I'm gonna tell you once again, do not sleep on my Islanders. Barry Trotz has done a tremendous job with the Islanders. Okay? They're they're gonna choke again. Guarantee it. All right, we'll see. We'll see. So thank you, Justin, for the important news update. Appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. So going to the last game of the evening to talk about, we have the New Jersey Devils against the Minnesota Wild, Keith Kincaid in goal against Devin Dubnik. And you all remember the last time that happened at Prudential Sun. I was there. Ugly mm. game. Zach Parise scored a goal, homecoming game. Not, not not a pretty one for the Devils. And early on, it would seem like the same thing would happen. Six minutes in on a power play goal. It's a power play goal. Brad Hunt on a good pass from Ryan Suter from the point. Just on a power play. Brad, guess what happens? He he, he just walks in. Just walks the in. There's nobody on him. He just walks in, gets in front of them, that does a simple backhand and goes in. Mm, can't have that. Can't have that. His fourth okay. goal of the year. Granlin also with a secondary assist, his 34th assist. Suter's 33rd assist. Just like that, six minutes in. One, nothing wild. And his next goal, I think Keith Kincaid is going to want to have back. He got the puck f- behind his net, and he didn't know what to do with it. He stumbled a little bit. And instead of throwing the puck, he tried to backhand the puck the other way. Joe Erickson Eck intercepted the puck, wrapped around the net, bang, two nothing. Just like that. A bad turnover by Keith Kinky. Horrible turnover. If you're listening, Keith, that was horrible. Horrible. Garbage. Ugly. Can't do this in this league. Although Barzil is the only one who listens to the uh, podcast that we know of, right? But maybe Keith was listening to it a little bit too. Who knows? Because I critiqued him a lot lately. He always does mistakes. He always does those mistakes at least once a game. Sometimes his opponent catches in, sometimes doesn't. But you, you can't have. We that. all know how much uh, players love being critiqued by guys that never played. We all know that. I know, but it's okay. I still love them anyway. So after the first period, this looks like it's gonna be the wild, wild's game, right? With a Y. With a Y. But we go into the second period, and the Devils will respond immediately off a giveaway. In the Minnesota's own zone. They try to dump it up the boards, but it took a weird angle, misplayed by the Wild. It somehow gets to Marcus Johansson's stick from the point. He one times it, bang, gets right past Dubnik. He didn't, he didn't expect that shit. No one expected that. No one knew where it was coming from. But here's the level for the season. Just like that, 
2-1. They'll still have a fighting chance in this one, but two minutes later, Brad Hunt, once again, does a nice play, passes across ice to Nick Sealer, who, as you guys know, the Dell's defense can't play defense. They leave, leave him right open from the slot on the left side. He takes a quick, simple rest shot. Bang! 3-1. Just like that. Quick response by the Wild. And then, again, an, an, another bad goal by Keith Kincaid for goal number four for the Wild. Five minutes later, Spurgeon passes it off to Granlin from the left side. He does a simple rush challenge, and I mean simple. Like, Keith Kincaid was about to have his glove on it, and he gets past his glove. Mm, can't have that. You can't have that. He allows four goals on 17 shots. And guess what happens, bro? What happens? He gets the old axe, the old pull the cord. Mm. He gets benched. I, I tell you what, this this is what this is what I have experienced as a Flyers fan for the past several seasons. This this is this is the Flyers experience. What you're getting, so you're welcome. Thank you, Thank you for that encouraging word. Um, <laughs> so Gremlin gets his 14th on that simple Russia. So Koishner comes in with a leaf, and, and he he would do a great job with a leaf. He would he he would keep the four to four. That's for sure. We head off a minute fifty before the period ends, and uh, it was crazy play this was. I mean, it, the the original puck was along the left side of the boards. It deflects off Jesper Brad, off Nico Heischer. It somehow gets to in front of the, of the crease near the slot area. And Will Birch is right there somehow to get that home. So two lucky breaks to the Devils on their goals, but they're going to take that any day of the week or twice on Sunday. Will Birch is fourth of the year. He sure and Brad get the assist. And just like that, Devils respond a little bit, 4-2 after two periods. Brett and Justin, what are you both thinking after two periods of your Devils for you? I think, uh, I think they can come back. I know the Wilder bit of choke artists here, so I think they have a chance. You really have faith in the Devils, huh? Yeah, I have faith in the devil. You're crazy. But Justin, what, what, what would you think if you were down 4-2 going at end of 10 periods? If I'm a Devils fan, I, I'm trying to turn this game off or at least I'm keeping it on in the background of something. Um, because especially after you described a series of messy plays in the second period and without showing any kind of life, I'm very doubtful. Very doubtful. Well, let, let, let's see what happens if we go into the third period. Brad believes... Justin does not believe, but guess who does believe? Preps on Kyle Palmieri. He believes. I believe I can fly. On a, on a quick, and I mean absolute quick, power play goal. Like seven seconds into the power play. <laughs> what happened was, I believe Zajac won the faceoff. Brad tried to control the stick. It could not. It somehow kicked to Johansson. Johansson dropped back. Dropped back a pass to Kyle Palmieri. Took a little quick rest shot. Bang. His 25th of the season with Johansson and Brat on the assist. And with 12 minutes to go, the Devils still have a fighting chance. They're down four to three. I told you. I told What did I tell you? I told you. I told you. But will the comeback fall short? No. Not a chance. They're coming back. Are you sure? Yep. I can see the future. Justin, do you think that the comeback's gonna fall short? Or do you think they're gonna make it, make it, make it a game? No, I think they're gonna cave. 
He thinks they're going to cave, but with two minutes, 45 seconds left in regulation, the most unlikely, the most, like, there's no way this guy scores. Like, no, it's impossible. It's the sign of the apocalypse when this guy scores. And yes, Dallas fans, we're all talking about Ben Love Joy. No, 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 not just Ben Lovejoy, the Reverend Ben Lovejoy to you, sir. Oh, my God. I need to hear the origin of this nickname, but I don't want to hear it right now. So, Reverend Ben Lovejoy gets his second of the season on a wrist shot from the point of a little bit of the scramble from between Kenny Agostino, his second assist as a double already. So, he's been doing great contributions in his first two games as a double. Zaka as well, with, with a nice bat out in front. It got out to Lovejoy, and he just made a simple rest shot going. 245 left in regulation. Tie, tie game. And, bruh, where are we doing right now? We're going to what? Overtime. And SpongeBob, what are we doing? Overtime. That's right, SpongeBob. We're going overtime. Overtime. <laughs> <laughs> And, and guys, I want you to keep in mind, you know, question I said on this game, right? He has the potential to break the curse. Is it going to happen? No. With, with no a minute, 40 seconds left in overtime. You know what? Steve Cangelosi, let's play that clip. Spurgeon stopped at centerized by Hesha. Parisi plays it back to the goaltender, Dubnik. Behind the net. Oh. Shot by Paul Mary. Wouldn't go. They score. They score. Nico. Nico in overtime. The Devils win it. And how do you spell relief? C-O-R-Y. You flash that winning smile, Corey Schneider. Steve, you're going crazy. I know you're so happy for Corey Schneider. Yes. Corey Schneider gets his first win. Nico Heischer on the big turnover by Dubnik. Come on, man. You can't pull a Keith Kincaid to lose this game for your team, especially in the, when you're playoff contention. Dupnik, what are you doing, man? What are you dupnicking? So, Paul Mary gets the initial shot on goal. He gets the assist. Nico puts it in. Game over. Koi Schneider gets his first win in a year and two months, ladies and gentlemen. Regular season play. So Congrats bad. to Corey. Congratulations, buddy. You it's deserve supposed it. To be a playoff. It's supposed to be the franchise goalie, man. Come Congratulations. On. I'm so happy for you, buddy. Thank you. We got one. We got one. Got one. Put in the one column. So the Devils win a meaningless game 5-4 in overtime. And they move now to 22-28-8. and I'll tell you what. In recent years, the Devils have been consistent for the most part. They've been inconsistent? No, they've been consistent. It's either they lose or they win. No, I'm just no, I'm saying that. It, I mean, the last year they made the playoffs barely, but mm -hmm. pretty consistently they've been bad. They've been bad, pretty decently consistently. Well, you got to remember before Cheryl took over this team a couple years ago, they had no talent whatsoever on this roster. I know, I know. I'm just saying they, <laughs> they, had, they, had, they, had, they had a they had a bunch of of, of garbage waste has-beens. Yeah. So we'll see. In a couple of years, if we're still talking about this, then then you'd be right. Well, I'm already right. I'm just saying you might be. You can stick to your flyers, but that's okay. Stick to your flyers. Just oh, but so, so so Brett's saying that last year was the outlier. That last year was yeah. kind of like, dare I, I say, fluke. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with him. That's okay. We'll, we'll talk about that a little, little, little later, though. It's, it's looking like a fluke. 
This is the same team and they suck. We can we could talk about that for about New that York or, New York that. hockey thought of the day off season edition. Off season. But we don't even, we don't even want to think about that right now. We're no. still trying to enjoy the moment. Enjoy the win, Devils fans. Enjoy the win. They got a matchup against the Buffalo Sabres Sunday afternoon at the Prudential Center, six o'clock start. I won't be there. Fortunately, I'm not gonna be there. But um, if you're going to the game, support the team. Right? Support the team. Who do we have for tonight's games and tonight's action? We only have, believe it or not, one game. It is your favorite team, Justin Pennick. The Islanders of Long Island. Right. As they want to defend first place on the line against the Edmonton Oilers, Connor McDavid and company. That's an exciting game, actually. It'd be interesting to see, again, how, how they do against uh, Connor McDavid. If they stop Connor McDavid offensively, then I'm going home, walking out the building. They will. The way they're playing team defense, I mean, one guy is not beating him. True. So, so if, you're, if you're interested in going to watch some hockey this evening, you got the Islanders and the Oilers. All right, buddy. This has been your host, Ronald Rodriguez, along with my co-hosts, Brett Wiley. And Justin <laughs> Panic. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Sign our see ya. Adios. See ya. Grand Slam.